the people of sake actually brought me into sake. Back in 1988, this place was actually in Ginza on the main drag. At first it was kind of soy sauce, it was miso. To the point where it actually changed my life. New Year's Day 1989. Uh, not just sake as a beverage, but all the culture and history. And... Excellent. Here we are. We're back. Welcome. Once again, for tuning into a brand new episode here at Sake on Air, the world's podcast that is dedicated to expanding the dialogue surrounding Japan's iconic beverages of sake and shochu. My name is Justin Potts, and I'm at the Information Center. Yay! <laughs> Together with Chris and Marie. No, we're not. Yeah, we should emphasize that no drink has been consumed yet. Um, so that's where we're starting from. That's the oh, my goodness. Yeah. Seeing you, Justin, for probably a year. Yeah. At least. No, that can't be. I think it's about a year. Yeah. I don't know. But it feels like it feels like two years. Yeah. But it's yeah. weird. But it's but it's lovely to be back here. We've missed you. We've really yeah, missed you. I miss you yeah. all. I've missed you all so much as well. It's and as much as they tell you you can do these things online yeah. and over the internet, it's just not quite the same. It's the same. It's the the day, so no, and it was just it was fantastic to be back and we got Imada Sun floating around in the background. And taking pictures taking and waving pictures at us. And, and pouring beverages. So. <laughs> so if you hear an occasional clicking sound in the background, yeah. you know it's Imada-san. We might beckon him yes. stage here at yeah. some point along the way in the evening. Um, we got a new episode that we are recording right now, which is the episode that you're listening to right now. The plan was, I am back in Japan for about three weeks um, on some very specific work-related missions, I had a single evening where I didn't have something booked. And I was like, in that single evening, how many of the Saki on Air crew can I possibly meet and get together in a single space? Mm. This is what we got. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not complaining as much as I would have loved to see everybody else. Um, oh, are you is, not? This is us. This is us. Um, and so... You know, we're trying to think. You know, what do we what do we do um, with this with this episode? Um, what do we focus on? What do we talk about? And you know, we tossed about some ideas. There are plenty of things that we could talk about that I would like to talk about uh, yep. and, and are worth exploring. But it was Kusu Day yesterday. Yeah, and I completely. Well, I, I think I probably have been told that before. I think probably we talked about that in the Awamori episode, um, but I completely forgotten about that. No judgments there. <laughs> I mean, I only got reminded about it because I saw it on Facebook the other day. <laughs> right. Was, so. Yeah, this completely blanked my mind. I said, and having not been back in Japan for a while, I'm just trying to consume all the delicious things possible. In every in every way, shape, and form, and and not I'm, least of which is kusawamori. Yeah, because so, you, you really can't get that back in the. You can't get that. You, know, you can't. You can't get that here. Get it's Tokyo. That's yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, you know. And so, um, I'm not gonna get all deep and wax poetic on all the details of awamori and kusu and all that. Um, we have gone over some of that stuff in past Aomori episodes. Yes. Um, so we won't get into a whole lot of that, but long, I mean, this long story short, it's aged Aomori. Yes. Right. Aged at least three years. Yes. Um, and aging Aomori does beautiful things to Aomori. Um, right. And as we were 
sitting here going, what do we focus on today? Yesterday was Kusu Day. It's a play on play on the date, right? Imanasan, yeah. September fourth, right? Where it's using borrowing. Ku, ku, ku is nine, and, would be nine. Sue is a stretch. Yeah, Sue um, is a big stretch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a big stretch. More like Kushi. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I was, you know, looking at the online things and noticed that this was happening. I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even have the mental bandwidth to think about that. Mm. And we rolled in today playing to record and there was a list. Yes. That says verbatim excursion to taste age. Awamori Kusu. Yeah. And there are 10 aged Awamori Kusu on this list that come along with tastings. And we don't talk about Awamori nearly enough. Um, I would argue it's probably because we don't sip on it nearly enough. Mm. Um, and as we were talking just a second ago and in past episodes, that you can go to an Okinawan restaurant here and they are going to have, a, you know, aomori on the menu. But the number of places that actually have a really solid, curated, dedicated aomori menu that, that goes deep are few and far between if you're not if you're 100%. not down to 100%. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of a single place in Tokyo that, actually has you know a variety of awamori that where you can go and have like a guided tasting sort of experience rather than just having awamori on the side alongside your food and just drinking it because you know you're a quote you're in a quote-unquote okinawa restaurant so i think you'd end up going to a shochu probably go to a shochu bar then they probably have an extensive selection of oh you're right but you're right there isn't as far as i know there isn't an awamori bar or anything that right. you can go to in Tokyo. There might be one outside Tokyo or elsewhere in Japan. They're, Obviously they're, not there. they're just few and far between. Yeah. You know? And so you it's... You need to know to know, right? So right, yeah. Exactly. Of our listeners listening just, right now, right? if they know a place yeah. somewhere in Tokyo, please do recommend I, I should say I have an Okinawan, a little Okinawan uh, restaurant just, just up the road yeah. from me. They do a lovely little uh, lunch of uh, either taco rice or... Um, What's the what's the champuru? Soap? Yes, the champuru. Yeah. Um, and I did ca- at the glan- like corner of my eye, I did see they had awamori sure. on the menu, and it was like just brands I know, right? Like Zampar or you know. Yeah, uh, and, and most of them do, right? It's you'll you'll go and it's got you know six to ten of mm. the the major players that are the most readily available, and nothing wrong with those you know yeah. products um, by any means, but. There's a whole lot more out there that there goes is. unexplored, right. and arguably for this same reason that you know the, the uptake on sake and shochu and things overseas, it's uh, similar in that it's yeah. out there. There's just not a lot of chance for for a lot of different exposure, and it's not that often that somebody goes, "We should go to Okinawa tonight." You know, people no. go, right? <laughs> no, which is too bad because it's delicious. Yeah, I we'll go for Italian. I, I we'll love for... the country. I mean, I would be there once or twice a year if I could, you know, yeah. if I could mm-hmm. afford it because it's not the cheapest place to go to. But I've been there. I actually, my first time in Japan, if we can segue a little bit, I my first time in Japan was technically in Okinawa. I only spent maybe a day in mainland Japan, just in a little Ryokan. And then I was off to Okinawa and I did a summer uh, course in a university in, nice in Okinawa, work. in Nago. Nice and that was work. my first kind of, mm. and it's a beautiful place. I mean, everyone goes to Naha, which is arguably yeah. where most of the uh, Awamori distilleries sure. are. But Nago is probably the more beautiful part of Okinawa. It's like a jungle. I mean, it's, you know, there's not much beautiful. development that's happened. A mm-hmm. uh, few resorts. Um, but yeah, I really did enjoy my time. I mean, 
up north? That's really like far north. Yeah. I actually went to the like the cliffs at the far north. I have too. Yeah, yeah. it's beautiful. It's just such a different sort of vibe and feel and yes. scenery from Naha. And I think I have said this in a previous podcast. Technically, my first sip of a Japanese beverage was not sake. It was actually awamori. I remember very Amazing. distinctly. It was karaoke. Look at and they, you. They, put, they brought out the awamori. Yeah. Like, this is the local nice. spirit. Try this. And I, I was, yeah, I was really impressed. I, I thought this is really easy drinking. I like the, you know, the vanilla, you know, yeah. uh, flavor to it. I like rum. Yep. Um, so, yeah. It's, Beautiful. Uh, so I, we're coming full circle then. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We're coming full circle. Everyone loves awamori. I don't come a long fun. way from awamori infused karaoke all night. Yes. <laughs> yes. Sipping and tasting. Yeah. yeah. For people who like sherry, there's actually a very interesting parallel with sherry, mm. with kusu. Mm. They almost have like a kind of a solera system mm -hmm. in the way that they age the kusu. So they kind of like take one uh, awamori, which is like older or younger, and they kind of blend it with a, one of a different age, which is very much what they do with sherry in the, yeah. in the aging system yep. in sherry. Yep, 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 yep. And so if you haven't figured it out, Today's episode is us drinking all the kusu. Yes, basically. <laughs> Ten of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. So I, I've, I think I've mentioned on the show before, I absolutely adore awamori, but I don't drink spirits that much just in general, not because yeah. I don't like to. I just haven't figured out personally how to fit it into mm. my beverage enjoyment mm. lifestyle. Mm. Um, and But yeah. we got awamori today, so we're going to taste through these. We'll just kind of introduce these a little bit as we go, and we'll taste them, and we'll share, and we'll see where it goes. We might talk about a few other things, but... Yeah. Sounds good to me. So, starting, number one, this is probably, even if you're not a Aomori connoisseur, or if you're not, you know, actively, pro proactively going out looking, this is probably one that you'll see pretty commonly, even so. if you're just out there. So, Zuisen is one, just as a label, as a brand, is probably one of the most commonly found. And then this three-year Koshu is pretty relatively much, available out there. Pretty much the standard. Um, and there's probably a reason for that. Mm. You know, I mean, uh, uh, with a lot of things, right, uh, with time comes higher prices and things like that. But mm. that three-year, I think it probably run, rides that three-year line pretty nicely, having something relatively affordable while mm. getting into some of that character. But I don't know, let's find out. Well, and something that they can sell right away. Right. I mean, I mean right it, away. It, they're going to try and because <laughs> if, if you push it four or five, you, you're not selling it. Right. So they only, they're only going to keep a small batch of uh, our Mori for aging any further. And then most of it's going to be a three year sale thing. Um, I actually visited the distillery quite a few years ago now. Me too. Um, but it was a really cool visit. They've got like this kind of like staircase going up right to the like a, a room where you get to watch a video about. The, the history of uh, of the brewery of the distillery. They talk about the black koji, right? The black koji sure. is is really significant. The black koji that kind of is essential. Essential. And this <laughs> it's not awamori. This particular black koji, it disappeared during the war or something. This, they thought that like all the stock had completely it, it had vanished. It had completely like disappeared. And then it, they found it like some university or something had um had a you know a sample. a sample of it. And then they were able to start making their Awamori with this black koji again. Um, so yeah, it's a really cool distillery. And I remember, did you do the tasting as well? I did. Yeah. I don't know if it would be the tasting. I had somebody walk me through yeah. the tasting. I was there for work. Um, and so we tasted quite a few. There's quite a lot, isn't there? From Zoom. Yeah. And I said they've got a lot of diverse stuff. And so this, however, is a very familiar taste. 
from the aroma, it's, it's very familiar because this is one that often if I'm mm. in mm. the mood for awamori, there's not a lot of choices available. Generally, this one is mm. readily available. And this one's a little lower ABV. This is about 30%, which is not necessarily low for awamori per se. But with a lot of the age, a lot of times the stuff that's made to be put down to rest for a while tends to be a little higher. Melts in the mouth. I'm trying to give it a taste. Yeah. <laughs> nice little finish. Yep. Uh, maybe if we have some water. Sometimes, actually, if you're trying to taste spirits, if yeah, you just sure. drop a bit of water in there, it, it kind of um, opens up the spirit. The aromas come out a bit more freely. Otherwise, the alcohol kind of stings your nose and kind of blocks off your uh, senses. Heat. Thoughts, feelings? I like it. Mm. <laughs> For me, it feels quite light and cereal on the nose. Yeah. But like surprisingly warm, mm. like on the palate. Mm. Mm. But then again, I'm going to have to preface all of my tasting notes and impressions from today by saying I know next to nothing about Awamori. And I really do wish Pellegrini was here today. Yes. I'm probably just going to have a lot of questions bagged up for him to follow up in a, another episode or two. Just trying it with some water in now and see if... Yeah, the aroma is definitely... I would say that for something that's aged three years, at least for me, coming mm. from like someone who knows next to nothing, um, the color of the uh, awamori is surprisingly... like. So the, the clear? yeah, that, I would agree with that. The the my understanding is that the color doesn't really change when when because it, it's a spirit when aging spirits unless they're put into a container which which basically changes has some kind of color. So like it's like with whiskey, if you put it into a, into a, a barrel, barrel right. it gives it some color. Oh, okay, so this is mature, like in a tank or in one of the kame, like a. Pottery? Probably, yeah, because there's nothing in there to cause that Maillard reaction mm. that creates the color change. The amino acids, the sugars, they've all kind of, they've gone, basically. You've basically just got aromas and, and alcohol in here. Right, yeah. okay. I like this one because it's got, it gives you just enough of that that sweetness mm. in that 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 character that sort of divines like an aged awamori. Like it's, yes. It's satisfying in that sense, mm. right? Like it's it it delivers on the promise, like even at at a at minimal aging and um yeah, mm. no, it's nice. I think it's a very like food it. pairing friendly. Um, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, this could mm. go with pretty much anything, you know. Mm. Said so, yeah, you oh. cut you cut this in you know fifty fifty, and we got a fifteen percent. ABV, yes, zipper, you know, you can totally rock to warm this up and just, yeah, it's, it's really nice. Yeah, I definitely like to warm this up. I think it would be, I think it'd be great warm. Um, would it be blasphemous to say on the palate it tastes quite similar to like an emo shochu? I don't think so. I see where you're going actually. Because, mm -hmm. yeah. like, you know, there's like right now there's a pretty wide range and variety of emo shochu you can get some are like very fragrant and floral yeah um, some of the newer types and then there's like the more traditional and classical very earthy potato forward sort of emo shochu and this reminds me of the latter the, the more, more classical uh, the classical mm. yeah yeah i think i think actually that might have come to my mind subconsciously so mm. you said it i didn't really realize but yeah i think um emo shochu um, it's got quite a lot of sweetness, hasn't it? Yeah, oh, it does. Surprisingly. And 
I don't know if it's possible for a spirit to have umami, but I get to, it might be umami, something in there. Cool. Well, yeah. we got a lot to get through here, so we, we do we'll keep moving along. Yeah. So um, that was at three years. We're going to go in terms of age. We jump, let's, jump num- let's go to number three. So this is going to be from Safe Gushuzo, yeah. which is an Ishigaki. And so this is a 2019. So this is going to have just a little bit more time than the previous. Mm-hmm. And it is a non-blend. Um, however, this guy is 43% ABV. Okay. So it's going to have a little more kick to it. Oh, but it smells lovely. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. The nose is so different. Yeah. It's almost like meat miso, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Hacho miso. Yeah, hacho miso. Yeah. 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 It's like the the reddish sort of sweeter versions of miso. It's like miso with a touch of honey in Mm. there as well. But it's bright as well. It's very bright. Somehow it's also refreshing smelling. Like I don't know, maybe it's just me. Like there's something like, like It's like hearty and earthy on one side, but it's also quite like sweet and vibrant. Ooh. Oh, I can get behind that. That's really layered, isn't it? On the mm-hmm. palette. Very layered. Mm-hmm. There's almost some like cocoa or chocolate in the background there. Yeah. Definitely chocolate light. Oh, that's amazing. The finish it leaves behind is really, really cozy, isn't it? Really cozy, really kind of Goodness. keeps you coming back for another one. It's mm. really nice. Wow. Mm. I think I might pair that with some cheese. That go quite well with cheese. That's just dreamy. <laughs> yeah, it's got this like dark cacao, sort of dark chocolate yeah. flavor. Okinawa has a really good cheese maker, actually. They won an award in the um, like an international cheese competition. I oh, remember seeing an article about it uh, in Japan Times or something. I I I know I think I know exactly who you're talking about, but I cannot recall off the top of my head. I think the um, do some do some internet searching around. Yeah, I think there's an article on Japan Times. Um, I think Phoebe Amoroso actually um, wrote an article, mm. interviewed the um, the guy. So mm. yeah, I, w- I would like to pair some cheese with that. I think that was gonna go really well. With I think there's almost something like I'm good at like almost like vegetal or something as well too. And maybe well, yeah, just me. like it's. And I, I, I like it. I enjoy it. It's something that... It's not so pronounced that it's mm. kind of like... It's not like herbal or medicinal. Yeah, it's but not it's, audacious like, right. like a right herb. It's more like, like a... Like a touch of like something green. Like yeah. say like cooked, cooked zucchini. I was going to say it's like a stewed green right, something. Right, yeah. Or like a... Or manga manga tower or something like that, like bean beans, green beans. Yeah, so almost like edamame. Cool. Moving on. Moving along. Moving on. Moving, Moving along. On. All right. We're not going directly in order. We're trying no. to. We're, we decided to go in terms of time. Yes. Youngest first. So yeah. We're kind of jumping around. So for us, it's number nine. That'll mean nothing to anyone else. But no. Um. So that we don't get too confused. Um, so this one here is from Ishikawa Shuzo mm. uh, in Nishihara. And this is going to be a five-year age, so not too much more time than the previous. Mm-hmm. Um, however, we're going back down in ABV, so we're back down to 30%. Mm-hmm. Um, the difference in this one, however, this is what they call Kamejikomi. Yeah. Right. So 
I'm pretty sure we got some old pictures on the side. Well, we, we, we did an interview with Kojima Sanhonten about making sake in a in a kami. So we actually have a whole explanation about kami. And if you go back to the Sake Future Summit for our Aomori special, um, when yep. we visited for the tour. Of, I remember that. The um, yep. location where they were making those on site. You can go back and take a peek at that as well, too. Um, but that kami or these clay earthenware pots are were used for, can be used for aging and or actual uh, fermentations is for the shikomi, so it's for the actual making fermentation. Um, so how did that play out into this thing? We'll just have to find out. Yeah. Find out. It kind of, when it comes to kamejikomi, it kind of all depends on how new the kame is and, and kind of how many times it's been used in, in a very similar way to the um, oak or, um, you know, barrels used for aging whiskey or, or whatever. Um, basically, the older the barrel, the less kind of it imparts into the, mm. into the um, spirit. I can see how that works with a barrel because there's like all these essence mm. and oils trapped in the wood. Mm. But how does that work with a? It's the it's basically the minerals in the in the kami. Okay. They get kind of you know you kind of almost like scrape them off when you when you actually um, ferment in the in the kami. And so like when we say oh it's got like earthy taste, or yeah. earthy flavor, maybe it is really. The minerals from the earth that's been yes parted via the pottery yeah and one thing that you get from the kami i remember from the summit episode is um vanillin the thing that gives you that vanilla mm -hmm. um flavor we're getting any on the nose mm. Mm, this one on the nose is similar to the first one i was just gonna say exactly what i was gonna say it, it reminds me a lot of the three-year zui sen that we started with but on the palette i would say it's more floral Mm. than the first one like floral almost like candy texture is, is markedly different right yeah compared to the right? three year it's in like it's incredibly smooth at first but then it almost gets a little spicy a little spicy it, there, it's not herbaceous but there's kind of like almost like a little bit of the bitterness that you would get from mm. like nibbling on some like bitter herbs or something like that but not in a bad way mm. um and there's kind of a, like a dry texture to it, but it's super smooth. Smooth in a different way than the Zuisen. The Zuisen is like a balanced smooth. This is more of like a textural smoothness. Yeah, I mean, it's just the mouthfeel is like silky smooth mm, with this yeah. one. Mm. Mm. Believe it or not, I like that one too. Yeah, this is Weird. not my favorite out of the three <laughs> so far, but I, I like it. I do like it. I think probably my favorite so far is uh, number three. Mm-hmm. See, we're jump back to number nine. So this is going to be from Nakajin Shuzo, uh, Nakajin Distillery, um, and the brand, the label is Senden no Hibiki, mm. and this is going to be a Kame Chozo. So this is going to be that that earthenware pot. It's going to have been aged in that as opposed to brewed in that. Yes, and this is a seven year. Mm -hmm. So. So we're just on the nose, like up. we're we're stepping into different territory here. I don't know that it's necessarily reflective of the extra time. Oh, I just I know what that is. That's, that's coffee. That's full on coffee. That's like that's really nice. It's coffee, but there's almost something like slightly ginjo esque about it. Yes, well, there is. Say. Yeah, like like aniseed almost, like yeah. star anise or or oh, pear. I feel like it's more similar to aged sake yes. than to the aged body that we've so yeah. far. Yeah. 
it's like this you can definitely smell the maturity in it mm. yeah. but there's that like delicate floralness mm. that i would associate with like a aged like a like a big like aged, aged nama or like yeah. Ginjo nama or something yeah like absolutely that. Like a, i'm getting on the palate i'm getting like loads of almond you know like it marzipan like almond. it would have more sweetness than it obviously does mm. because... mm. that's, that's lovely hold on i'm gonna mm. whoa oh bad mm. that's different that's long very long mm. right from the start to the finish it's a long spread of flavor not what i was expecting yeah that's like somewhere between coffee and hot chocolate with a lot it's got a lot of cinnamon in i think i mean a lot of kind of like cinnamon spice or that's lovely i did definitely get the warm spices mm -hmm. like maybe cinnamon nutmeg sort of christmas cookie like yeah exactly flavors. yeah nutmeg definitely but I think even on the palate, it's surprisingly similar to aged sake. It is. There's something. I just feel like I'm terribly sitting... familiar about this. Right, right. <laughs> and despite it being, let's see, what are we looking at? Is this 43% ABV? So it doesn't doesn't taste that. It doesn't. Yeah, either. you don't feel no. that. I mean, it's no. obviously you can tell that it's higher proof than sake. But I couldn't sit and you know, tell you that it was 40 plus percent. Doesn't wow. burn the back of your throat, mm -hmm. does it? No. I mean, you get that, you know, Prickly, pepperiness. Like pepperiness, yeah. It yeah. comes from the ABB, but it's not like, it's not knocking you back. No. So well integrated, yeah, I think. It's distinctly different from other Aomori I've had. Yes, yeah. I agree. Not, not just, not just in relation to what's in front of me right now that we've already tasted, but just in general. In general. Yeah. Any other Aomori. Wow, this is so surprising. Yeah, that's so layered and, and so and, and lovely. Drop, just drop these in for us. Are you telling us we should try a soda wadi? Is that is that the? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. It's very good timing. Yeah. So soda wadi is uh, shua, shua break. mixing with so, cutting with soda. To... Shua shua. Shua shua. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right, moving on. Along. Moving on. Number 10. Number 10. We're halfway there. Nanko. Um, Nanko. So this is going to be from Kamiya Shuzo Sho. Mm. Uh, the label, the brand being Nanko. And it's Nanko K. Hey. I'm not sure what the K stands for. Well, I think you just answered it Kamiya Shuzo, right? It could be. Really? It could be. I mean, because I was. <laughs> it's entirely possible. I was just going to ask. What does the K stand for? But then, yeah. if the producer is called Kameya, yeah, Nanko K. It's the mm -hmm. K series. Are there more? Is there a J? Is there an H and an I? But this is intriguing. Uh, ten years. Ten years. So we're, yeah. we're creeping up there. Yeah. We're already at ten years, and we're only halfway there, which makes me wonder how far we're going. This has got a very whiskey kind of sort of nose say, for me. His almost in smoothness, at least on the nose, it's almost retracted a bit. Yes. It's not bad. It's not a bad aroma, but it feels more brash than some of the... Yeah. On the palate, it's more like number... Very subdued. Number nine? Maybe on the palate, it's more similar to number nine than, say, number five or number three or maybe similar to number seven as well. Mm -hmm. 
got the silky mouthfeel of number nine. Yeah. Five years. But mm. the sort of roastiness, the chocolatiness, uh, reminiscent of number the three, three, the safe yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But it's surprisingly like quiet on the nose. I, it's really subdued, yeah. like mm. all the way around. Right, right. So you almost like, not that you don't really feel anything, but you kind of have to put your nose in there and be conscious about what you're smelling. It's not mm. coming out to greet you, sort of, yeah. way. But once you sip it, it's very sort of, it's not quite full body, but it's mm. much more full than what you'd sense on the nose. Yeah, it's funny. It doesn't, it's smoothed out a great deal. And I'm guessing that's a component of time, but it, at the same time, it doesn't, it doesn't suggest the complexity that I've seen mm -hmm. some of the other ones. I've, and I don't right. know if that's something that has just been sort of evened out over time. Yeah. Does it reach a point on the graph where it get kind of can't get any more complex and then it kind of goes back to the opposite direction almost? Yeah. That's not, I was expecting something a lot more complex and layered, especially mm -hmm. after the, um, the last one. Um, it's interesting. It feels like it's, feels like it's stuck between two places kind of, Yeah, <laughs> you know, like it's, right. it, it's, it's on its way somewhere, but hasn't quite got where it's going yet. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong with it. It's fine. It's tasty. It's lovely, but it's feel like almost, you might say it's a little bit young. It might go another it's, few I, years. And... I would be, I would be curious to taste this in another five, 10 years. I'd also yeah. be really curious to know what it tastes like seven or eight years ago. Yes. Like right now, it, it feels, it's clearly developed, but it feels underdeveloped in relation to its potential. I don't know. I, 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 no, I think that, that pretty much that describes what I'm thinking. I don't suggest adding sparkling water. You just, just you're already you. <laughs> diluting something that's very kind of yeah. Diluted it was, in a way. It's one of those. It's one of those things. You know, when you know you're doing something that's a bad idea, and you just watch yourself. <laughs> you watch yourself <laughs> just go ahead with do. it. It's like when you pick something you're up and you're like, I'm totally gonna drop this, and you still pick it up. It was kind of like one of those, right? Like, There's no way this is gonna this is gonna play out. Um, but yeah. You never know until you've tried it, right? Exactly. Gold star exactly for trying. Not. Yeah. Now that's logged in the database. Yeah. This one, I'd say it's like clean it's very clean and yeah. i like the texture again like i think it offers a very soft very silky texture but in terms of like you know if i had this at a blind tasting would i be able to say this is 10 plus years probably not mm. um but i think i would forget this one very very like you know soon after i'd had it there's nothing really memorable there for me you right know? right it's not um, like demanding attention right? no so i think Therefore, this would be a great like shokuchushu. Yeah, like mm. on the rocks or something. Sure. Mm. Yeah, or a or sure. even a cocktail, you, you know, cocktail mixer or something, maybe using as a base for an Okinawan cocktail or something. Um, yeah. It feels like, yeah, um, that might be one you want to leave for a few more years and see how it mm -hmm. develops for sure. So. This next one now. So the name of the product or the label is uh, Umi no Kuni. Yeah. And then in English, Kohaku. Um, I'm guessing that's referring maybe like to the color or yeah. something. Oh, you're right. Possibly, you're right. Maybe. Amber. But maybe not. 
This is the this is the first one that has appeared. So just for reference, we're, this, this is, is a twelve year. One. This is the first one that hasn't appeared. What I would say entirely transparent. Mm. There's definitely some color to this. Um, right. you you would hasten to say sort of like a lemon or a, a gold color. Yeah, light gold straw color. color. Straw color. Yeah, say straw. Yeah. And Chris, on the last one, you said whiskey on the nose. This is the one. This one for me. It's got a lot of whiskey on the nose. Nothing about this suggests Aomori. Well, it's it's well at the same time it does because I think this is the vanilla basically. So there's a lot of vanilla on here, almost like kind of um, Hagen Dazs, you know, like really strong vanilla and some nuts as well. Yeah, wouldn't that mm, oh hang on a second? <laughs> There's a venture potential. Oh goodness. This almost feels the fact that it says twelve years, I I'm gonna go ahead and assume that everything yeah. that's a part of this blend is at least twelve years. Yeah. But it this does not so interesting. <laughs> I I I in, interesting's one word. I, I think what's happened here is They've probably blended more of the youthful ones into the blend, but and of course the, the youthful ones youthful would still have the most youthful is twelve years. Twelve years, right? Because uh, the youngest one has to qualify for the vintage. No. Yes, that's right. That's the, that's yes, you're right. Yeah, well, the same yeah. with whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Um, what was I initially got like, like Irish whiskey, kind of yeah. grain whiskey, like yeah. mellower, mellowed out yeah. whiskey notes. Yeah. Very grain initially, but then when you kind of go into it, you definitely get like a lot more sort of cereally. It's not as sort of mellowed out, it's mature. Not mellowed, as, it's not congealed. It's still no sort of very punchy. Implied, which makes me wonder what what the intent or approach was in mm. the blending of these. Yeah. You yeah. know, like how this came about as a product not i'm not like saying it's bad or it's not good but it's but it's definitely kind of like puzzling it's puzzling puzzling mm -hmm. like is, intriguing is like that's a, it's sort of all the different components of this from from the maker to just the general characteristics and the character of what's in the glass mm -hmm. is just yeah i wonder if what we're getting now is a product of this mystery sort of structure and design of this particular kusu mm. being it's a blend so i'm assuming mm. each of the participating distilleries had made a batch of their own mm. or you know they've taken some amori uh, from some of their batches and then they came together and then just kind of did a assemblage uh, mm. in the later phases yeah I what I'm gonna say is whatever this color, wherever however this color is being created, it's purposeful. It's it's not an accident. Whatever they're trying to do here, they're trying to impart this color into this particular product for whatever reason. Whether where maybe that's to maybe they wanted to make something that's more like a whiskey in its appearance, in its kind of characteristics, even if they haven't aged it in whiskey barrels necessarily. Um, and technically, all they have to really do is age it in something that a whiskey would be aged in, like an oak or mm -hmm. um, cedar or mizunara. Yeah, that's oak, isn't it? Sorry. Um, you know, or sherry casks, ex sherry casks or whatever, um, to give it those characteristics. Yeah, that's, and I guess that's, that's why I'm curious sort of what the intent or concept was yeah something like this i'm 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 reluctant to make assumptions without like digging into it a little bit more but it's yeah just sort of the nature of yeah where it's coming from and 
that can be fun though, right? Just having oh, a little, sure. having a little, you know, having a little sort of punt here and there, you know, and even if you're wrong, it's just sort of, that can be the fun of kind of going through like a tasting like this, not mm-hmm. knowing anything about how they're made and just having little guesses and things. Some, you know, a hundred percent. I'm almost glad I came to today's tasting, like completely blind. I'm glad you came too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you came to today's tasting, <laughs> which was decided about, you know, <laughs> to be able to see you guys. And especially you just did. <laughs> like, you know, I always say before recording, I'm like, oh, I can't sound prepared. <laughs> like, literally, um, prepared. You know, That's was, the best state you could possibly it, Yeah. You go in with no um, kind of preconceptions, mm-hmm. no sort of, you know, nothing kind of guiding your um, your guesswork. It's just kind of pure guesswork. It's exactly that. It's like lending to us being a bit more creative yeah. with our tasting profiles and like trying to come up with a backstory to sort of like substantiate that. And yes. It's fun. I like that. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. Tasting and creating stories about right? them. Like that. I mean, that. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, fun. Yeah. It's like something we can't do with sake, right? Because we're so, the chances are we probably know the product. We mm. know it too much about it. We can't really do this kind of open tasting because mm. we, we already know kind of too much about mm. the breweries in Japan, right? Sure. So it's it, it really this is the only kind of beverage you could do this with. I mean, even shochu would probably be able to take a guess of, you know. Mm. So so with that, we still got a few more to work through. Yeah, number eight. Number eight. So this is also from Ishikawa Shuzo, uh, the same as number nine, which is one that went down pretty well with everybody. That was the five-year age. That was the Kameji Komi. Yes. So brewed in um, the Kame uh, earthenware pots. Um, however, this is one that in 2022 um, received the Gigi Show, the Mayor's Award, yeah. <laughs> um, at the uh, annual um, Aomori competitions, um, which I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was conducted in September, and then with the results released to the public this um, past November in 2022. Um, and that's, we're going to be tasting a few of those coming up here. Now we kind of save these here toward the end. This is also Gyokuyu, which is the same product as the previous one. Yeah. Mm. That was that was five years. Oh, and so, so this is a blend of some some serious kusu of that same product. Side with the five years and on average 16 years. And it's fantastic. <laughs> really good. Wow. The it is really good. So different. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Mm. Actually, I'm. Oh. I love doing these side by side because both of these are just are just beautiful expressions of like what I love oh, about Awamori. The brightness on on the five year, and then just the smoothness and just the honey and the mm. vanilla on on the blend like wow oh this goodness. is like worlds apart beautiful I, at first i wasn't i wasn't so impressed and then i think and it just it just comes down to you know You're just hard to how impress. you no no <laughs> but then then the finish then then i got the finish that finish is glorious. It's like really, really, there's so much depth uh, to the finish. It's very kind of layered notes of all kinds of different cereal uh, and nuts and maybe some chocolate in there again as well. Wow, that is 
that's mm. gorgeous. Mm. That's really, really exceptional. So yeah, just like the five year, these are all a Kameji Komi because it's essentially it's the same product. It's yeah. A... And it kind of you get that retronasal aroma kind of shoots up through the nose, which is quite it's quite nice. Wow, this is like almost like nutty and honey like mm. on the nose. Yeah. Sure is so smooth. Yeah. You almost don't feel the ABV. Yeah. Until it's like past your throat, and then you kind of get that tingly sort of mm. heat, but so smooth. And I can't, very... especially having it right alongside the five year old. Five year one, right? I already kind of diluted the five year one. Mm. Yeah, me too. So I'll before, but now going back to the five year now. I'm but I still love that. That's the thing. It doesn't, despite that, like it still has all the smoothness and the complexity mm. that it had yeah. before, and it doesn't. It doesn't feel inferior to the aged version. It, it's just a completely different expression. They're both gorgeous. No, 100%, yeah, percent. Like having this um, blended sixteen plus year one next to the five year one, sort of allows me to rediscover more of the unique characteristics of the five year. Mm. Like I'm getting a lot of like greener notes mm. on the five year old. Right. Um. Like. In a, I guess maybe in a similar way to you do with like a nama nihonshu, mm. you get that like sort of grassy yep. like bamboo like mm. greenness. And now that I'm going back to the five year old, I'm getting a lot of that, which I didn't at first when I first tasted it because I had it right after the three year old, which is even younger and probably more greener. Um, and wow, like it's that's great. So that's great. interesting. I'm reluctant to move on. <laughs> I we could sip the, I could sip there's, this. There's still a few more. For the but rest I, of the I am show reluctant to move on. Like that's that's a standout. But as with all things in life, <laughs> uh, <laughs> must move on. Way. Must move on. Also note that in comparison to this, which is like 16 plus year old. Yeah. Um, it's clear and transparent. Um, and. You can compare that 12 year old that we had just before. Right. And it's a lot more yeah, so like yellower hue. The slightest hint. Yeah. Something. Something. Yeah. Like, it's very, not completely, very, very it's not completely like water like transparency. If you were to glance at it, it would it would appear so. It's got just the lightest hint, I think, of just the yeah. white corn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but moving on because we have to, and we have to get we have to get to the end of this sometime. Um, all right, number six. So yep. number six, also a mayor's award winner in the annual uh, Aomori competition, and this is from Yambaru Shuzo, mm. which is in. Oh, where is this? Ogimi. I'm not exactly sure what Ogimi is. I'm gonna have to look that no, one up. I've not heard of that myself. No. But this is kind of a, it's kind of an interesting name, Ufu. Yeah. Oof. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so this, at least on the nose, so this one kind of brings me back to more, less of the Aomori and more of the grain spirits. Mm -hmm. It's more like pastry, isn't it? Kind of like pastry kind of pastry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Kind of smells like kind of short, crust pastry when you sort of i don't know when you kind of you know take it out the bag or 
Hmm. Hey, this is more like, like getting like the buttery notes as you would expect yeah. from like a more pastry mm. file. I'm getting more like straight up cereal. Yeah, I was thinking like yeah, like black like long grain rice or something mm. like that. Yeah, like uh, it's got rice. Definitely got riciness to mm. it. Yeah. However, in a good way, there's a big disconnect between what's on the nose and in the palate. Like they do oh. not taste like. Not at all. I have no. yet to catch you guys up. From the same that place. is very buttery on the on the palate. Mm. Yeah, Ooh. it's like oh, and that finish. Oh, and that finish. Oh, 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 the finish. Wow. Explain to our listeners what you just did. It's like it's... custard, custard tart at the end of a custard tart. It's exactly the sort of finish that you get at the end of a custard tart. That is really really nice. Which makes me think I'd want it with a custard tart. I think my discovery with this is that kusu. And dessert is yeah oh is, definitely is what we have to do next time yeah haagen definitely definitely I'm getting like coffee oh notes. yeah there is there is a touch of coffee in there as well like mm. coffee beans mm. again it's quite layered oh that's yummy there's quite a lot of things going on in there it's quite complex I think for me the, these it two is big on the like it seems subdued but like there's a lot yeah going on like, it's when almost you come like back to it it's almost like Almost like bubble gum or something like that, mm. but like not like in not like in your face, mm. like not mm. really intense, but like. Mm. I see where you, I see where you're going there. Yeah, no, I I think I think there is. Sorry, I was raised on bubble gum and pop tarts, so that's where my, <laughs> like where I revert to. But I love that finish. I just love that. Well, that's nice. Note it leaves you with at the end, and it's long. It's glorious. It's really really good. We're down to our last two. Next one is uh, product is Tatsu. Mm -hmm. It is also the recipient of the Mayor's Award mm -hmm. at the 2022 uh, Aomori competition. This is from Hin Shuzo, mm. which seems like an odd reading based on what it says in Japanese, but I'm sure that it's right because the language is tricky once you get down to okinawa and this one i'm not sure what the age is on this guy he's also 43 percent abv and that's actually that's something we haven't been touching on much but just about everything has been 43 percent aside from a couple at the start oh okay yeah and this so one this is, is also how many years are on this one number one Twenty-three years, basically. Okay. Nice. A blend. Blend two. Okay. Main. Okay. The youngest is twenty-three. That's fascinating. I wonder why twenty-three is the magic number. Mm -hmm. Like, why not twenty-two? Why not twenty-four? Okay. And this is a rhetorical question. Yeah. I'm not really <laughs> <laughs> seeking for a, a concrete. No, but this is why. This is. I'm still on the nose. I can't get past the nose. Same. It's so interesting. There's. It's again. There's a bit of that kind of going back to the whiskey kind of um, notes again, but that that it's very awamori. Yeah. See, this one I get a lot more fruit and like juiciness on. Yeah. This compared like, to the other one. Yeah. Sort of transition to the things yeah. you get from Page. Like for oh. me, this one feels more like closer to like port wine, maybe. Yeah. Or absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I can see that. Absolutely. It's, we like change directions from like the things you would expect from like a grain spirit or yeah. from like an aged almond. Mm. This is 
Yeah, it has almost like some ca- cassis or like black currant sure. on on the nose, on the top nose. Yeah, like jammy sort jammy, of stone. Very jammy, very mm. jammy. Yeah, some like peach, huh. isn't there? Some yeah. peach or white white peach in there. Huh. Interesting. Mm. That's bizarre. Not bad, but bizarre. I think it's difficult coming after the the other ones that have such a like strong finish. <laughs> yeah, and this one is really like hot on the on, it the, on the. Yeah, it does. Wait, so it gives you a lovely warm feeling in the back of the this throat. Is like now, I feel like I've taken a proper shot. Like my eyes are watering a little bit. Um, Which is so strange. Yeah, yeah. it's like definitely like... sweeter and like richer on the nose, like yeah. deceivingly, mm-hmm. deceptively so almost. And it's juicy in a way that the other ones aren't. You're right. Yeah, you're right. But it, but on the palate, but it's, it's just not like that at all. Peppery. Yeah, yeah. very it's peppery. Almost like inflammable. Like when I tasted it, I feel like I could light my breath on fire. Yeah. <laughs> This is so weird. It is weird. It's like I kind of expected, you know, it being the twenty-three Three year old year-ish. Yeah. Um, I expected it to kind of sit heavier on my palate, mm. if you will. Mm. But instead, it's quite light and okay. like juicy. Mm. Yeah. In a way that I haven't experienced in other awamori tonight. And flamey. And flamey. Very flamey. <laughs> Very flamey. Which is bizarre. Yeah, it, it has that slight like alcohol kind of bitterness to it at the end, which which kind of a lot. a lot. A lot. So which which is kind of like what I associate a spirit with. If I'm having a spirit shot, I'm not looking forward to that necessarily. But it does kind of cover it a little bit with some nice flavors at the end. Um, oh, it's interesting. Nice nutty, it's some cereal. Shit, it's not bad it's at all. Just... It's just so difficult when it comes after those, the other ones, which are a lot smoother and kind of, See, you know. After it just feels like such a different like a trajectory. Soda. Different. From, like yeah. what I would expect from something of, of yeah. the time and just the make and everything. Maybe we should just move right along to the last one. So, so we can do a, so can do a side by side. Contrast and, oh, wow. and. So, but yeah, but this is also from Kinshuzo, same distillery. Um, but this is going to be, this is a ninth from 1988. So we're looking at what? 25 years? Is that? No, 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 no. 35. I'm just nodding. I don't know. <laughs> 35. Wow. My goodness. Wow. It's almost my birth year. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's so good. It's it's, it's wonderful. Mm. It's, really nice. mm. it's really, really nice. It is. It really it's is. So sweet. Yeah. It really is. That's really fantastic. Wow, thirty-five-year-old kusu. It's sweet. What a what a treasure! And like so delicate, smoky as well. Very yes. smoky, yeah. And like, I don't know if chewy is the right word, but it's mm. kind of got that lingering savory flavor mm. that leaves you like kind of puckering. Yeah, I said despite the smoothness, because it is incredibly smooth, I said it does still leave something in there that, that lingers. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I find myself chewing it. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. Almost has some viscosity to it, which is very interesting. Absolutely. But at the same time, it kind of vaporizes, like in in the mouth. It does. It's just. I don't think it even gets to the back of the tongue. It's really, really. 
delicate. Mm. It's gorgeous. That's awesome. So cool. Goodness. No, that's that's beautiful. That's really, really nice. How oh, cool. Oh, what a fantastic journey we went on. That's an awesome excursion. Um, excursion. Yeah. An even better word. Yeah, I do like that choice of word. Actually. It's very <laughs> clever. Um, yeah, that's a great excursion into Kusu. And, um, cool. So any, yeah. any standouts? If, if you were to go back and revisit one of these? Or a couple of these, and any I that take a minute. I said, to you sort go back. We, yeah. We're now sitting with ten in front of you. Which, yeah, this is. I'm. I'm just thrilled because this is one thing that was. My schedule was so fixed and planned out for this entire visit, and the mm -hmm. one thing that was not in the schedule was an Aomori visit. Right. And so being able to have this as part of the experience and be able to do this together with the two of you. Yeah. I'm really, I had no idea, you know, I didn't expect this. I, I didn't know what day it was. <laughs> or, um, so this is a nice surprise, right? It was a nice one. I guess it's worth Great. reiterating that September 4th is Kusu yes. day or aged Aomori day. So yeah. For all of our listeners who are looking for a, a new spirit to explore for a special occasion, come this time next year. Uh, after around, if for anybody in the U U.S., that would have been the Labor Day weekend. So on that on that long three-day weekend, I say visiting your local spirits retailer and being like, "You got any kusu?" And when they're like, "What?" And like, "You got any awamori?" And they're like, "What?" And you're like, well, now now I'm screwed. I got nothing. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but the repeated the repeated effort. You know, yeah. like putting it out there is uh, yeah, that's, just that's part of the work. It's once a week should should be enough pressure to advice, it, yeah. Going back to your local liquor stores every Labor Day weekend right? and keep asking for a kusu. <laughs> so yeah, right? you got the alamodi this year, but no, this is no, this is fantastic, and I, and and this is one of the nice things about the information center as well is that you get to do stuff like this. <laughs> is this is one of my favorite things about this place is that. You have all these products and styles and expressions that live side by side that if you were to go to another sake shop or retailer, they would be in a very different space, right? Yes. They're different, whether it be spirits for shochu awamori or for sake or a lot of those places also carry you know, wine and, and, and other types of beverages. But there's something informing the selection of that based mm -hmm. on the person who's running the operation, right? Mm -hmm. um, which is what makes those visits great because you find things that are expressions of that person's taste or that person's history, right? So you get mm -hmm. unique things, but there tends to be a relatively narrow view, right? Um, because it's within the realm of what an individual or a small organization can cover. Right. The cool thing about this place and about the information center is that because it is like just completely unbiased, you have all these things that there's absolutely no reason they should be living side by side on a shelf next to each other, but they are. Mm. Like you can come taste and do something like that, which is, and I said, we can roll in and have and have kusu day and, and taste all this awamori. And I'm still staring at a wall of delicious nihonchu that I would like to, many of which I'd like to take home with me, um, but I probably won't today because my suitcase is too heavy. But <laughs> at the end of the trip, maybe I'll have to roll back through and stock up. But. Yeah, I mean, like, this is such a great learning experience. I mean, at least for me, and I'm mm. sure for a lot of our listeners, if they're able to come here physically in person and take advantage of, because like I'm mm. looking at these um, at the tasting mat right now, and like you know, a single tasting serve serving for 
anywhere between two to three hundred yen. And this last one that we've had, which is thirty-five year old. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it is a thimble size cup, and to be able to taste that there for three hundred yen, mm. which at the current exchange, exchange rate, rate is what cents. two two dollars. <laughs> yep. It's just mind blowing. Mm. And you can get that only because of thanks to, you know, JSS being yep. the educational sort of public organization that it is. Yep. And, you know, even the pricing apart, like to be able to get a selection Just of such yeah. Yeah. Interesting selection of Awamori. Like no two Awamori taste it the same today. No. You know? So it's just a great educational learning exploratory experience that I highly recommend. If anyone is in Tokyo, definitely come by and pay a visit. Give it a shot. Yeah. Very cool. No, so if there if there was a so I'm gonna put you on, on the spot here. If there was a standout from today, what would it? Oh, it was definitely that. Torn between two, I think. Which ones are your two? I mean, no, because I'm torn I mean, between two too. I'm, I want to see. <laughs> number two is absolutely amazing, but it it needs me to analyze it in in a way which kind of it's it's almost like I uh, to to analyze it. I would have to taste this thing so many times. I don't know. I'm and maybe it's a bit. You you want to kind of take it as a standalone and just like have that. I do. And like sip it, right? Yeah, I don't want to include it because in, I feel it's just so special. You got it after the other nine. Yes. <laughs> so number two is a given. It, it's amazing, but out of the other ones, I'm kind of torn between number three mm. and number number eight. I think. Probably number three. Mm. Yeah. No, I, I went. I just went back and revisited number three. And I think it's really nice. I think it just has safe goon twenty nineteen. I think it just keeps on delivering more and more. It's the way it just keeps on delivering more and more flavor all the way to the end. Sure. Um, and that's the kind of thing I like. I like you know a lot of flavor and a nice kind of strong finish, but the other ones are not so far behind. Any any standouts? Um, I also have two uh, personal takeaways from tonight obviously one being um the 35 year kosher that we've just tasted at the very end i mean it's just a work of art you know it's unique um i love the little presentation that it comes in this like special okinawan you know um thimble of a tasting cup and just but for our listeners so that was again from Kinshuzo. Kinshuzo. Tatsu, nineteen eighty-eight. Yep, forty-three percent ABV from nineteen eighty-eight. It's just beautiful, and you get like you get so much mileage, quote unquote, sure. out of this tiny little sipping cup because sure. it's just so complex and unique and like mellow but quite expressive. Um, that it's definitely a standalone, but I also quite liked number. Five, which mm. is the Sennen no Hibiki. Yeah. Which is our only Kame Chozo yeah. tonight. And this was the one that we said tasted more like a Nihonshu, like an aged uh, yeah. sake, mm -hmm. right? Than the than the yeah. other ones. So, so yeah, is that why that, maybe you you, aged you, and... you went for this one? Um yes, but it's sort of like for me to the right balance of matured kusu qualities um but being also very like 
sessionable, if you will. Yeah. You know, like it's not all up in your face, demanding attention. It's really smooth mouthfeel, which I personally enjoy quite a lot. And yeah. I, I went back to it just now. I mean, it is very, very good. Yeah, it is very, very yeah. good. No, that, that was one I was thinking about as well, too, and one yeah. that I really enjoyed a lot. But I'm going to have to, at least for this, I'm going to have to go with the Kyokuyu. Yeah. Both of them. It is really good. Like, both the young, the five-year, mm-hmm. as well as the blend. Like, I, I mentioned it earlier, but, like, they're both just great expressions of, like, mm. all the things that I really like about Aomori. Mm. So... And if you, I, I wouldn't suffer with any of these. No, and I, I think if you if you like if you're a big lover of whiskey, I think number four is really gonna float, sure. float your boat. Sure, that's really like I just had went back to it just now. It's just so full on on the nose, full on whiskey mm. and on the palate as well. For sure, for sure. I'd be really surprised if there isn't some whiskey barrels being used in that. Yeah, very cool. We we lucked out this evening. We did sometimes. Yeah, spontaneity. sometimes spontaneity pays off right leave it leave it up to fate leave it up yep. to whatever is controlling all this wackiness that's going on in the world yep. um and we gotta all do it all together which hasn't happened in a while so i'm so glad y'all much. y'all's schedule worked out we all gotta get together and do this so yeah it's a lot of fun it was and, and it was. really um a unique and very very kind of insightful experience yeah. and kind of opened my eyes a little more about Awamori. I thought mm. I knew it, but perhaps perhaps I didn't as much as I thought mm. I did. I don't. Because um, cause the I way didn't. that the flavor profiles have changed according to the aging mm. is pretty much the opposite to what sure. I was expecting. Sure, sure, so sure, sure. that's really We'll have to do something similar of this nature again sometime. So yeah. Oh, we for sure have to. <laughs> but yeah, excellent. Um, if you'd like to follow along with us, you can follow us at, at Saki on Air on uh, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Um, feel free to send us your questions at questions at sakionair.com and let us know uh, about your Aomori experiences either in Japan or outside of Japan. I'd be particularly curious about everyone's experiences outside of Japan mm. because I have a hard enough time finding a good experience here in Japan outside mm-hmm. of Okinawa. So if anybody has any ideas, thoughts, feelings, um, please do send them our way and we'll keep this going along. This has been an episode of Sake on Air broadcast to you from the Japan Sake and Shochu Information Center located in the heart of Tokyo and made possible with the fantastic support of the Japan Sake and Shochu Makers Association. We'll be back with a, another episode in just a couple of weeks and until then, which one should I come by with? Oh, no. The small one. <laughs> the small one. Small one. Fair enough. I'll come by with the one with something in it. Yeah. <laughs> be very gentle. Right. Be very gentle. Come by. Very gentle. Come by. Come by. <laughs>